the only podcast not owned by Microsoft yet. This is Bombers. Hey everybody, welcome to Bombers. I have a very important and special superb announcement for you all. We have just been acquired by Microsoft. Yeah! We're in the fold. $47 billion later, and I will see you later. Oh, uh, I need to change the opening line now. We definitely are not valued as well as certain other recent acquisitions from Microsoft, but more about that later in the show. Hi, I am Bomber number 5, Anthony, a.k.a. Deg. Joined today by the all-wonderful bomber number three, Zyber, a.k.a. Zyber. Hello. And the superfluous, nope, wait, superb, bomber uh, number one. A little superfluous, <laughs> a little superb, a little, you know, column A, column Superlicious. Yeah. XBL-licious. That is the sweet, dulcet tones of bomber number one. Shay, a.k.a. Spiegel. I think Zyber has a point. I do think we should redo the opening of the show uh, because we need to fix that opening line now that we are owned by Microsoft, just like everybody else. Well, at the time that it was recorded, we weren't owned by Microsoft. But at the time everyone's hearing this, we will be owned by Microsoft. Therefore... Uh, Actually, I just got off the phone with Phil and he said it's okay to keep the opening line. Phil is a scumbag. I don't care what anyone (laughs) says. Well, um, I've also been directed by Mr. Spencer, sorry, uh, apparently I was being too familiar there, uh, that Your we boss. need to start off, as we have, with a bang. Take us away. Uh, that's right. Um, last week, I disappointed you all by not having a bang ready to drink. However, gentlemen, I have two left, two remaining from the original, uh, From we began the season with four bangs. Then I banged, and then I banged again, and now it's time to get banged a third time. And This uh, is episode three, so that math checks out. Yeah, and uh, it's 300 milligrams of caffeine. It's uh, 5.45 p.m. on a Friday night, so let's let's freaking party. Uh, Zyber, Zyber, I want you to do the honors this week of selecting which of the two... Almond. Which of the two bangs I drink. I have whole lotta chocolata and birthday cake bash. It's, tr- it's time to have a mouthful of almonds. Do the birthday cake. Oh, I was afraid you were going to say that. Oh, Why Flip would your you... chocolate birthday cake coin and pick a side. This is the one. You know, maybe the last one will actually be tasty and you'll be able to enjoy it next week. I do <laughs> think there's a chance that the chocolate one is good. I, I don't think that there's any chance that this is good. But let's Is uh... it is it carbonated? Um, No. I Here's the good news. It might be. I'll, I'll promise you this, or else things are really wrong. This one shouldn't taste like Smarties. Oh, these are carbonated. It says carbonated water is one of the... Uh... Oh, then it's not going to taste good. No. Well, I'm smelling it. And this is not carbonated spaghetti. I'm smelling it, and this smells like one of those like funfetti, uh, like Betty Crocker, you know, birthday cake in a box type situations. It, you know what I'm talking about? Is it like... Uh, it's like, oh, it's a mouthful of sprinkles. What are those? <laughs> the the, the Dunkamoles or the... Dunkables? Yeah. Lunchable. Oh, Lunchables, yeah. No, the like the Lunchables flavored energy drink. It had like the the birthday frosting and you took like the cookie biscuit and dipped it in there. Dunkables. I'm talking about uh Dick, I was a dip? civilized kid. No, fun dip is just Smarties ground up. So is this. 
<laughs> well, drink it. I I'm stalling because I really don't want to drink. This. Yeah, and I noticed to drink it. I keep sm- I keep smelling it. it to confirm. Yes, this really does. I mean, you got to give them credit. They nailed the the taste or the the smell. Like it smells like birthday cake. And I don't know how they do this. Okay, I'm gonna stop stalling. All right, here we go. Kanpai, do it. This is the end of all of our lives. <laughs> chug, chug, chug. I don't see a grimace, so. He might actually like. He's contemplating. He's taking Going another for sip drink. Number two. There's I, the grimace. Sip, I don't. Sip number two brought it. Brought it out. This is this is not good. I, I mean, it's not. It's not the worst thing I've ever tasted. Um, it's not repulsively bad. It it does taste like. Well, does it taste like almonds? No. Um. Does it taste like frosting? He he's. I keep he drinking really it. Uh, I keep. I, yeah, what I, I'm, what I'm looking does it for. Taste like? I am looking for a predominant flavor, and I can't find one. I mean, have you ever had birthday cake ice cream? What are some of the underlying flavors? I have had birthday cake ice cream. Actually, I think birthday cake ice cream, depending on where you get it and how it's made, and etc. It's, it's oh, pretty. Good. I love birthday cake ice cream. I made yeah. homemade ones before. Underlying Ooh, nice. flavors: uh, tar and sadness. Um, and so that, it's basically so it's a birthday party. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's my it's birthday party. Yeah, it's it's, it's a cigarette flavored cigarette flavored energy drink. Tar and sadness. When you want to feel bad and good at the same time. It's for quitting smoking because <laughs> it's like I tasted getting a birthday card with a message, but no money. <laughs> Tastes like a birthday card with no check inside. Ouch. Uh, that's, okay. That's. All right, what's glowing uh, review? So we got stuff. So uh, before we get into the bombastic news, which Zyber will introduce in a second, I'm sure you're all like just dying to know what we think about the Microsoft thing. We are going to get to that uh, professional tease. That's coming later in the show. It's going to be such a big topic that we just want to get everything else like out of the way first. So you know, fast forward to like 30 minutes in or whatever, uh, and then rewind it because you don't want to miss a single second. Wait, what did Microsoft do? They did stuff. We'll oh, talk about. well, Cyber, you have to continue listening to the podcast to find out. Whoa. Uh, man, I was playing on quitting halfway through. Yeah, well. Or you could like fast forward to 30 minutes. But don't be like don't my employees at work just quitting their jobs. If you're listening, I hate you. <laughs> it was actually announced today that one person just quit unannounced and another person put two weeks in my office. Getting acquired by Microsoft. All right. Yeah. Now that we're done with that news, let's move on to bombastic news. The real news. The most important news. The news that never changes. That is that has been repeated so many damn times it's not even news anymore. But go ahead. Well no, if you would like for it to change, all you have to do is go to our Patreon and give us money, and then we'll have to add your name to the list of friends or best friends, or even Executive bomb producer. Anywhere between twenty and a hundred dollars a month will get you the privilege of being an executive bomb deucer. Anyways, shout outs to our current best friends Anne, Rob, and Josie, and our friends Haley, Himaru, and Minted Peas for being such great friends of ours to give us money. Uh, also, if you really want to have more fun with us, feel free to join our Discord link in the description below where we talk about stuff. A lot of fun, pretty example-y. 
Uh, we also play a few <laughs> games on Twitch. Just uh, you know, a couple days ago of of you listening to this on the release day, we did our community night run on Thursday. Played Jackbox. You should join us and play other games. Uh, we announced. Oh yeah, this uh, this is Bombers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so you can also we, see so us. Anthony, Just Google this is Bombers. You'll probably find a bunch of different things like Twitter and email and such. Anthony and I are are talking on our uh, Google document while Zyber is reading the bomb yeah, test. It's like we're just we're just typing a bunch of nonsense. Like, hey, can we announce this? Can we announce this? Uh, we actually have other. We actually do have actual real news this week. So I hope you didn't yeah. just fast forward through it. But we're we're writing we're writing these messages uh, like on Zyber's script. It's <laughs> <laughs> I haven't oh, I haven't posted the taco of the day picture yet. Oh man, get with it. What was your taco today? Tolpatch Toll face. It was it was uh, Doritos. Locos Taco Supreme. Burritos Locos? Burritos. No, hold on. Let's workshop this Burritos Locos. What I mean, exact, how do how would we how would that function? What do we do for that? I want that to be a thing now. I mean so it would what, probably be like a burrito, but with the instead of red stripes, even though they're called fiesta strips now, they recently did that. It would be the Doritos and the burrito. Not even not like would it be Doritos or would it be the Dorito shells but crunched up? It's not a flour tortilla at all. It's, it's instead of flour, it's made with Dorito dust, like concentrated. I mean, they would make <laughs> in like you know, they would make the Doritos into the strip, <laughs> strip shapes. It's it's Dorito dust and milk. Everyone's favorite. It, it would taste a lot like a a Bang Energy drink. I mean, isn't that a thing, Dorito cereal? <laughs> uh, anyway, are you guys actually announcing anything, or am I just going to keep talking? Well, go ahead, Anthony. You go first, because mine is probably a bigger bombshell. Wow, really? You think so? Well, yeah, because I've been so, you know, opposed in the past. Like, you know, this, this is a changing of the guard, a changing of the mind, uh, a changing of philosophy. Wait, are you retiring? That Well, yeah, but that's just... Anthony, do yours yeah, first. He's, he's retiring, but then we're hiring a new uh, bomber, number one, who will, whose name is Shay. And, My finger uh, is bleeding. Uh, goes by aka spiegel and it, unlike the previous shay this shay's uh finger is bleeding yeah this might be bad i got some birthday cake in my finger wound he's a year older see this so, is why so, you don't skip the bombastic news because you never know uh, when we'll go the, off the rails the teleprompter <laughs> has broken ladies and gentlemen you'll never know when we'll actually get to the next section so the big news item that I have to announce is that in in lieu of being smart and going to sleep, I spent pretty much all of last night working <laughs> and creating. This is bombers.com, a new wonderful website for all of your bombers needs. Go to your first. <laughs> go to this is bombers.com to check out things such as how to listen to the podcast that you're listening to or how to watch us stream like Zyber just announced or links to our discord like down below in the description and uh you know things like that can can i be honest with you dude like i actually had not looked at this website yet um i saw oh, that you had made ahead. it and i was like well you just you know check it out later i'm looking at it now this looks pretty good this is like a real this is like a real website we have joined the dot com bubble <laughs> we are in the burst send us your money now we totally won't enron you or anything we have caused the burst because we and are the bombers. Hopefully by the time this episode releases, we'll actually have finished the parts of it that currently say uh, pending. No, it's <laughs> way better this way. Just keep it. Just Who are the bombers? Well, description pending. 
It's all good. <laughs> Cyber is the mysterious one. And so are Anthony yeah. and Shay. Yeah, I do want I do want to actually put that's like look, we'll we'll, we'll talk about this. Uh, we I, clearly we have to leave it now. Like the you, new Shay we hired looks a lot like John Krasinski. I don't know. It's it's pretty awesome. I look like John Krasinski with a beard in uh, a quiet place and a hat. I wouldn't know. Yeah, sure. Uh, my news. That's, that, that's my news. Yes, and my oh, news. Sorry, I, I what my news. What's Zyber? I want to know what Zyber's news is. Yeah, what's your news? Are you getting married again? No. Currently, my wife is making dinner. It's pretty good news. What do you What are you having for dinner? Stir fry. Way more exciting than whatever Shay's news was. Yeah, oh, she's uh, going to deliver it to me once it's done. Like beef stir fry or uh, chicken stir fry. Nice, because we needed to use the chicken. What's what your vegetables? vegetables? Yeah, oh, thank you. Hey. Uh, <laughs> There's onions. Ugh. You need more than onions. I, don't like I know. There's other stuff, too. I forget what was in it. I don't like to crunch Snap on peas. onions. It's sort of... I don't know. I don't like the texture. She doesn't like peas. Oh, peas are okay. Oh, come on. I like a pea. I, I like lo- a good pea. You know what? I love peas because peas is a friend of the show. Hey. hey. All right. I think we all need some peas on Earth. All right. I'm done with uh, Cyber. My Shay, news is uh, that uh, it's uh, time for, for Shay. Old Shay. Old Spiegel Wee. Old Ice Danger himself, old Blue Eyes. Spiggle Y. I will be Spiggle Y is joining the 21st century. And guess what, guys? I have finally given up my stance on no streaming. Um, I will be streaming games for the Bombers. (gasps) Uh, Some of you, some of you think that I perhaps am the most entertaining Bomber. I question your judgment. However. If you would like to watch me stream games, I will be doing so in the future. I don't know what that's going to look like. I don't know what the games are going to be. I don't know, uh, you know, what the cadence is uh, for when I do it, or you know, I don't. We don't know any of the details yet. And you know, I'm really good at announcing things that are just like half baked, just to like keep people, just like string people along. This this is one of those times. But I will be streaming games. I literally bought a capture card with the money that you all have so generously donated to the show, and. Uh, that this is this is proof that we are putting it back into the community. Your money literally got me to change my opinion on whether I like streaming or not. Yep. So look forward to weekly sports game streams from. It's not just going to be sports games. Like I did get a request uh, to play a lot of NCAA football fourteen, but maybe I'll play some Bionicle Heroes. We'll see. That's a sports game. Well, in a way. Lego Mario sport. Kart sports game. Riders Republic. Yee. If you think about it, like all games are really sports games because you know esports, e-sports. and it, you need like you need like thumbs to be good at sports. No, all and, games are uh, RPGs because they're games which you are playing a particular role. Oh, are we gonna uh, look? Discard has I, already I left the re- server. You're not going to chase him away again. <laughs> retread that as much as I want. Whatever. It's terrible. I'm sending this episode Let's to move him. on. What other games could you potentially play in the future, such as the you know things that are coming out soon? Yes, it is time for Aha. upcoming releases, the hot new releases, and uh, we got Smooth a couple. Smooth transition. We got right. a couple. Uh, first yeah, of all, we- weirdly enough, yeah. can I can I do the? Am I am what I now? too excited? Am I just talking over everybody? No, I think I'm too excited. Are you excited to play the mm-hmm. Artful Escape of? I'm pretty sure the game is not called The Artful Escape. I think there's like a there's like a extra part to that title. I'm googleizing it. The Artful Escape Here. of Francis Vendetti. Uh 
I just but, I just see the artful escape on on the internet. Yeah, that's what Does I'm seeing too. Data against this. I, who's who's Francis Vendetti? You know what? That was the original title of the game when they revealed it. Anyway, it came out on uh, Xbox One and Sexbox uh, and PC back in 2021, uh, like like in September, and that was a timed exclusive. It's uh, coming to Switch and uh, PS4 and PS5 uh, next week on uh, the 25th, or this week actually on the 25th, uh, which is Ooh. Tuesday. Check that out. It got some good reviews. It's a platformer. It's got some pretty cool visuals. I uh, it, it looks pretty awesome. You guys gonna? Pick that thing up, maybe? You guys like platformers. Probably not. What? I opened up the Steam page, and I'm looking at the trailer, and it looks like just an acid trip, and I don't know if this is the same game. You like acid? You like- I don't know. Is this, is this a platformer? What am I looking at? Yeah, it's a platformer. He's escaping artfully, and while on acid. That's all you need Fair to enough. Uh, on the, tw- know. the guy's the- mind is exploding with a person holding a guitar. It has well- a guitar, right? Yes, there is a guitar. Okay. January 28th. <laughs> Zyber, you getting Pokemon Legends Arceus? Because I, I, I don't know anymore. Like, I just don't know. I just want to see Do you really reviews. think that Haley doesn't have this pre-ordered? I know Haley does. I asked if you are getting this. Or are you no, just going to play I Haley's mean, version? Just going to play hers, because there's, there's no double version, so I'll gladly... Wait, my turn. Oh, that's true. You could just Pokemon... grab the cart and just put it in your Switch. and Yeah, okay. That makes sense. Um, Pokemon Legends yeah. Arceus and Pokemon Myths Arceus. I mean, it would be cool if it had co-op like the Pokemon Go did. So, yeah, sure. I'll throw the Pokeballs for you. <laughs> That'd be real fun. That'd be a great way to... That, that's. I'll tackle the Pokemon with my body. <laughs> I'm not sure how I feel right. about the uh, the term girlfriend mode in in video games uh like i remember they used it a lot like around super mario galaxy when when you had the second player that could like collect star bits and a lot of people derisively referred to it as girlfriend mode uh i always thought of it as like like small child and parent mode probably not a phrase girlfriend mode that you should use in 2022 but at the same time it certainly is evocative uh of that era Partner anyway mode. so <laughs> yeah like brawl was similar thing of people calling it that for the campaign Oh, there was a girlfriend mode in the in the uh, subspace emissary, subspace yeah, girlfriend. Yeah, because like it's two player, but the camera only follows one person, and the second person cannot die unless they're hit off screen. Like if they so are just off screen, they just teleport back. So it's Tails from Sonic and Tails. Yeah, or Sonic Two. Yeah, Sonic. which Tails is a god, so that makes sense. Tails can never die. What? Nope. This, this what I'm saying is this whole second player that's not really there thing has been around since at least Sonic Two. It's not girlfriend mode; it's God mode. It's Tails mode. It's Tails mode. I'm re I'm rebranding it. I was just confused because Zyber said Tails is a god, and it just it threw me off my game. I I don't know what happened. It's true though. It's it's true. It's Tails I actually weirdly enough. I pre-ordered Pokemon Legends Arceus. Did you? Because I found I found a deal that was like pre-order it for forty-one dollars plus tax or something like that. Forty-five dollars oh, yeah. plus tax. I think I Actually, saw that deal. I should have jumped on that too because I know I'm going to end up buying it. I I ended up buying Pokemon uh, Shining Pearl, which I didn't. We'll talk about that in a minute. But I. Oh, boy. Well, hold, yeah, hold I on though. Finish that. Hold on. I got some. I got some. Maybe some positive uh, feedback on that that maybe you wouldn't expect. Interesting. That's a professional Actually, tease. 
Uh, I don't see any more upcoming releases, so let's just move on to the Minish recap and talk about you pl- buying and purchasing and playing Pokemon Shining Pearl. Let's okay, so we'll right just now. go right go. into it? Okay. Well, do it. Not do much it. of a tease. Uh, let's pad this out a little bit so that people can get... We we The whole episode is just uh, teasing things and people anticipating them. The Microsoft thing, the me streaming thing, the me playing Pokemon Shining Pearl and kind of liking it thing. Um, Having descriptions on the website. Yeah, I, I kind of like it. I, I kind of like Pokemon Shining Pearl. Um, so, context. Uh, Gen 4 of Pokemon Diamond, Pearl, Platinum, and uh, Heart, Gold, Soul, Silver is my favorite generation of Pokemon. Um, that was the generation of Pokemon where I was uh, coming of age. I was in uh, junior high school, and, and going into high school, those games were coming out. And, it was uh, the beginning of the decline instead of, like the middle or the end of the decline what do you no it, i i don't agree with things that went, at all. things went things i don't went agree with that at from all there. i i, I thought things no things went downhill from there that's wrong gen 5 was yeah. really good which one's gen 5 that's gen black, 5 and white. Is black and white yeah okay the so, one that was divisive for stupid I, reasons i stand by what i said it's divisive because it came out on the ds in 2012 after the 3ds was already out and everyone's like why are these games not in 3d and it's like are you guys stupid? You can play it on your 3DS. Like, it's still a 3DS game. Anyway. Um, Stand by what I said. Pokemon Shining Pearl and... Uh, and uh, or Shining Pearl... Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl uh, is the remake of that generation of games. And to be honest with you, it's it's like bringing back all of these really good memories I have of, of playing those games with my friends. And, it, I mean, look, if you've played those games... Probably not a hell of a good reason to like go and revisit it for sixty bucks in twenty twenty two. Just if you have the original, just play that. Um, and you know, I am a sucker to end all suckers when it comes to like buying Nintendo yep. remakes. I just buy them, and <laughs> and I have a great time with them. And at the end, I'm like, it's like a car crash. I'm like, wait, what just happened? I did I just wait, pay sixty dollars? Did you get Link's Awakening? I did. I yeah, I did. I ended Ugh. up regretting that one in the end. Maybe, maybe the same thing will happen. But I did like Link's Awakening as I was playing through it. I just I I got so annoyed by the end because I'm like, why did I do this? So maybe the same I thing just will happen. Played the original. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I mean, if you never played them, certainly pick this game up because I really like Gen Four, and I will stand by it. Um, and I, I'm doing some stuff that I've never tried before. I'm uh, I have a bad habit in Pokemon games of like not using my items ever. So I'm I'm making a conscious effort that when I get items like a potion, like use it if I need it. Don't go back to the Pokemon Center after one battle just because you got hurt. Uh, you know. So just trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to make the game a more uh, enjoyable experience. I'm doing things that uh, that maybe I wouldn't normally do like that. And I don't know what can I say. I I am enjoying it. Yeah, my Pokemon childhood was of course Gen One because you know because you're old as f. And I did not have the same experience with Fire Red and Leaf Green. I ended up getting Fire Red, and it made me just want to play the original more because they had done the updates to make it more like Gen whatever it was that came out. three. Gen 3. That's why I like those games, is because I don't like Pokemon Gen 1 or Gen 2. I think they're too... they, they have problems. And I and I didn't like the updates with all of the like holding items and making friends with like I don't want to be friends with my Pokemon. They're I, we're Animal Fight Club. Let's go. There's no friendship in uh, Fire Red and Leaf Green. I think there is. No, there's no friendship. No. 
Zyber? There's still item holding and like natures and stuff, and I'm just like, I don't care about any of this stuff. But but that's what so, makes a good RPG is like that type of stuff. So like you're saying that you prefer Pokemon as a simpler, easier RPG than than as a more complex one. Yeah, actually, I am saying that. that seems... Apparently, friendship was introduced in Pokemon Yellow. Yeah. Only oh, you mean you mean like the friendship hidden statistic that like determines whether your Pokemon evolve or whatever. I thought yeah, you meant the, like the fr- stupid, friendship, not like like Pokemon Ami or whatever. Yeah, that's that, that's the worst. No, but friendship stats were a thing that existed in Fire Red, and I I do like more simplified Pokemon because uh, you know when I'm playing Pokemon, I want a just nice casual experience. I don't I don't need to get into the nitty gritty. I just want to play through it and have fun and collect monsters. Pokemon will always be I a mean, casual. I feel experience. like that should be even more like. So many people complain about Pokemon games because they're opposite of that, so it's really weird to hear someone complain about Pokemon games for just wanting to be a casual player. I mean, Game Freak really can't win at this point with, with no, the hole, they, the hole they they've cannot. dug themselves. I mean, it's it's kind of like the Smash Brothers thing, where it's like, where the hell do you even go from here and like satisfy anybody? Um, I don't know that you can. But I, I did pre-order Legends Arceus, and we'll see how I feel about that. I've been asking for a while for them to try a ATB route with Pokemon, and so like I think that's should, what RCS is. So it should I'm be interested. a cool shakeup. And like I had a good time for as much as I played of Sword Shield, I enjoyed it. So it was more better than Sun and Moon, in my opinion. I mean, that's not even a comparison <laughs> in my mind. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, but. I don't have a lot of comparisons to make because I was out of Pokemon for so long. That's true. X and Y and Sun and Moon were my least favorites. People, a lot of people that I've talked to really like X and Y, and like, I just can't even wrap my head around that concept. Um, it that is game so was so boringly easy. It was barren. It was boring. It was easy. It was like it, it felt personalityless. Plus, France is stupid. Can we just like can we all just talk, like agree on that point? France is really a bad place to set a Pokemon game. Couldn't tell you. Francis, See, again, I played, I played Gen One and I played Gen One and Gen Two. Skipped Gen Three. Played Gen Four, and then didn't play again until Sun Moon, which is Gen Number. They should do a Pokemon I, in space. They should do like a Pokemon on Mars, like you're colonizing another planet, and you brought Pokemon with you. Sort so of like there's no international decks. Then it's a intergalactic it's decks. There's, there's no other Pokemon. It's just the one that you brought with you. That's the only Pokemon there. You start making no when they're very. Uh, Chanseys or Clefairies, whichever one it is. No, because you're not on the moon, you're on Mars. Oh, I thought you said the men. And then Darkrai opens a portal to hell and demons come in and then it becomes Doom. Poke Doom. Yeah, apparently you could find Deoxys out in space. I'd play Poke Doom. Poke Doom? Yeah, I'd play that. I also played, uh, I I mentioned earlier, I played uh, some Bionicle Heroes, uh, which is a uh, third person shooter starring everyone's favorite Lego offshoot called Bionicle, which uh, I didn't know that Bionicle was Legos. Um, because I didn't play didn't with Legos. You? No, I didn't play with Legos growing up or anything like that. Like, I just kind of ignored all that stuff. Um, Lego, so, Lego Ninjaga. Ninjaga. Dude, that's a newer thing for us. I don't know what any of that stuff is. Um, so I, I popped the game in. And they were like, collect Legos. And I was like, what? Yeah, oh. <laughs> so it took me a minute to, to realize what that was. Anyway, it's it's stupid. It's not it's not very good. It's got a lot of the same like concepts as the Lego games, which I also don't like very much. Uh, but it's a shooter, so it's it's fairly active okay. and engaging, and it's super easy. And uh, you know, it, it's not 
great, but it's a game. It's fine. I'd say it's aggressively fine is how I would describe it. Any and no comments on Bionicle? <laughs> okay, not really. Um, so I was <laughs> checking to see if there were Connects video games. They're probably fun. not. I'm very disappointed. Any Lincoln Log video games? I <laughs> uh, the Oregon Trail. Wait, I think wait. Uh, had some Lincoln Logs in it. Virtual Connects Windows CD-ROM. All right, found one. <laughs> All right. Uh, Lincoln Logs video games is literally any like survival crafting type game, like Volheim or whatever. But is it Lincoln Log brand? No, 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 no. It's not. It's not. Minecraft Don't you know is, Volheim Minecraft is, is just Oregon Trail? Is there a company that owns the rights to the term Lincoln Logs? Like, who owns yes. that? Yeah, the Lincoln, Lincoln Log Company. Miss the uh, the estate of Mister Abraham Lincoln. Um, I also well, played. Apparently, a hundred anniversary happened recently of Lincoln okay. Logs. Okay, I, I also I played uh, some uh, House in Fata Morgana, and actually, I finished it. I finished the main story. Um, I'm going to be going back and getting the additional endings here because there's eight of them. Uh, I've gotten three uh, of them, uh, I think. Uh, what? That's really interesting. I want to go back to this Lincoln Logs thing. So I looked. Uh, are it you up. serious? Well, you never. You'll never Look. guess who owns it. Connects Industries had the rights really? to make Lincoln Logs, and then they went bankrupt, and it is now owned by Hasbro. But every, it all connects. It's all, everything's connected, man. Oh. Brick by brick. I'm getting some breaking news. Microsoft has purchased the rights to Hasbro <laughs> and uh, and Lincoln Logs for the, the to the tune of $23 billion. Look forward to the Lincoln Logs IP rebranding and return to you form. Know, Call of like, Duty now that you made boxes, that comparison, though, made of Lincoln Logs. How has Hasbro not become a monopoly? Like they own everything. The they yeah. own Monopoly. They own Monopoly. Yeah. <laughs> how have the owners of Monopoly not become a monopoly? Well, I think Mattel Mattel is still uh, providing some some heavy competition with its Barbie franchise and its uh, uh, other, and its other uh, toys in television console. You know that's hot. That's uh, that's a hot new toy. With the Barbie television console? The Bar- Barbie TV game Color 8. Well, and also Lego Group still exists, so that's another toy. Well, according to an article four years ago, Hasbro has monopoly with toy fans as Mattel struggles. I mean, th- that's not a true monopoly. Just because one company like sucks and the other is successful, that- that's not a monopoly. That's just fans prefer one company I mean, to it's another. A, it's, a, it's a pun. That's all it is. It it is a yes, it is. It's it's a I mean, but it's the dumb article title, as well. <laughs> I mean, anyways, this is this is no longer a video game podcast. This is a Lego podcast. Go. Bionicles are stupid oh. and they look bad. I they got have a Lego no defining Harry characteristics. Set for Christmas. I need to build it still. What? Which one? Which which Harry Potter set you get? The. Uh, nine three quarters platform apparently my uh brother and sister-in-law looked into like giving me the castle and they're like oh wait that's expensive i'm just like yeah oh you're not worth that much well it's like 200 something bucks i think although that was when i was a kid it's probably worth more now that's the reason i got the lego magazines when i was a kid because i'd love seeing all the different harry potter sets that i would never be able to buy i always liked the lego architecture series that has like the real world are like the Sears Tower and all and all that kind of fun stuff. Oh yeah, my parents got me a, a train, a like battleship, and a 
uh, uh, spaceship what? ones, like one of those giant things. It was so much fun to build, like an, like the real world space shuttle. Yeah, I when I was loved, a like, kid, when take, I was like, a kid, I had it. I had this crazy like space shuttle looking thing. It was like a rocket ship, and you would put like a little card into it, and it would like read out details from the card electronically. Like I had this little voice. And uh, it, like, taught me a bunch of facts about space. Like, you had cards for, like, all the moons of Jupiter, like, all their defining characteristics and, like, That's all the cool. planets. And it was, dude, it was awesome. I, it, I I wish I could remember what company made it. It was, like, Leapfrog, maybe, or it's one of those. That wouldn't they'd surprise make, me. They make learning fun or something. <coughs> yeah, sadly, uh, an ex-friend accidentally dropped a chair on my battleship and it broke in half, never to be reconnected. And the other it's, two things were sitting on, like, the top of the kitchen and were extremely coated in dust after, like, a decade. <laughs> can I ask away. why they are your ex-friend? Because they broke the battleship. This was grade school. So it's because they broke the battleship. That was one of the things. He yeah. also dropped a brick on my sister on accident. <laughs> 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 I'm more upset about the battleship, though. Yeah. Oh. oh, God. Oh, what is going on? All right. I played some House in Fata Morgana. That's a visual novel. Uh, you know what? I, I was going to talk about it. I was ready to talk about it this week. Well, I'm going to finish it up. I'm going to finish it up tomorrow. I'm not, I haven't gotten all the endings yet. It's really awesome. Don't I want to do it laugh. justice. All right. What did other people do? Um, I went back and played a little bit more of Riders Republic, and I got to say, it's still enjoyable. Like, it wasn't just a one-time thing. I picked it up again and and had fun just doing the races and stuff. So I got to keep saying, like, it's a good, it's it's a worthwhile pickup for, like, 20, 30 bucks. I also played Hell Let Loose, which is, like, a World War II, like, realism simulator. Like, it's, it's super unforgiving. Um, you'll just walk out and die a lot, but if you get into it with like a squad, it has a really cool, uh, squad mechanic for radio communication where each side in a battle has a commander that can drop supplies for building defenses and stuff like that. And then you have different squad groups and each squad group has a squad commander who can go on to a command network to talk to all of the squads to get an idea of what the battlefield looks like but if you're just a normal infantry soldier you don't have access to that so all you, your only way of knowing what the wider battle looks like is through your commander telling you otherwise it's just deal with the firefight that you're in like there's levels to that stra- strategy and like immersion really good really cool so it's like mag but like playable because you're saying there's a commander. Are they giving, like, is another player giving you commands and they yes. are? So it's like Mag. Except but, that but... The, the commander is not, it's not like Mag. The commander is not just, like, playing an RTS game. The commander is an actual person on the battlefield. So it, that's what I mean by realism, Sim. Like, they are, they are, their character is a character on the battlefield. And their knowing things that's going on is because they're getting reports from all of the other squad commanders can you play so, wait, as a... are they are these all players or yeah they're all people all players can you so play you're just role playing a battle in a video game yeah and it's really cool can you play as a politician sending the poor off to to fight while you no, sit in a... your cushy get that far it's a little more granular than that so it's not that it's not that good of a simulation you don't get to be the manufacturing company's re- 
you know, building tanks and stuff and stuff that they normally build. Can you be the CEO uh, of, a, of a company that is perpetuating the military industrial complex? Well, it's World War Two, so it was, it was like before that, really. Uh, well, that kind of what kicked it, it was trying to yeah, but stuff. that's what kicked it off. So it was before well, right. That's what I'm saying. Part. Like, could you be one of those like pioneering <clears throat> CEOs that uh, ruined the country? You know, they only really started doing that once the war was over, and they realized that they didn't have the income from the war anymore, and uh, something, something politics. I'm just kidding. Microsoft ruined the country, and we'll get to that in a minute. Zyber, what did you play? <laughs> I played Neversong. Dude, I want to know more about this game because is, it is released a couple years ago. Made Tony Hawk? No, that's ne- no. Never song. So, Never Song is an indie game developed by American Indie Studios, Atmos Games, and Serenity Forge. I know. Released exactly. October 29th, two thousand nineteen, at seven p.m. Central Time. <laughs> Why does it have the time? Get really granular on this. <laughs> well, it was a Kickstarter campaign, so all that stuff has to be public record, I guess. Okay. So uh anyway, uh Never Song is a psychological adventure game platform kind of thing. You swing a bat around, hit things, solve puzzles. Uh basically you start out you're a kid who woke up from a coma. Turns out that uh you like peed your pants and went to a coma when the scary guy kidnapped your girlfriend. Oh, and I hate so, when that happens. So now all the kids are all like, Wow, you suck. And and then you go try to rescue your girlfriend. How long were you in a coma? Is that spoilers? I don't I don't know how long actually. You're still long in enough a that coma. all the adults are like gone. So it's just you and the other weird kids. I feel like there's a lot of story elements that are missing from this setup. Well, yeah. Uh, so yeah, this Bless game came you. out a couple years ago. Uh, it kind of got okay reviews, uh, but I always thought it looked interesting. I think they might have showed it off at like one of those. Um, one of those like Microsoft, uh, uh, like the Microsoft E3 event where they show like the in- Xbox indie games or whatever. Like I think it might have been one of those featured ones, or maybe I'm misremembering because it doesn't even look like it came out on Xbox. Um, oh, it came out on Xbox One. Wait, oh, it did you play a kid who's in a coma? So it's Pokemon. No, it's it's Rugrats. The babies oh. are dead. Yeah, Ed, Ed, and Eddie. That's right. Yeah, everything is in Rocket a coma. Power. I'm in a coma right now. <laughs> I wish I would wake up and be done with this. The, the only podcast that puts you in a coma. Feels like I'm in a coma after this birthday cake. Bad. <laughs> anyway, it was a lot of fun. All the kids are fun characters to talk with. They got like different dialogue paths so you can start back up to see what else they want to say. Um, the gameplay is pretty like you know smooth and such didn't really have any kind of glitchy issues or anything like that and it you know it has that uh, kind of horror element to it too that makes me like whoa horror like, stuff is happening makes me like whoa like, man whoa. like that was whoa totally awesome bro uh so when you say horror is it like jump scares or is it just does it have like these creepy elements like Oxenfree did or what would it's you It's a kinda... psychological horror so nothing no oh, man. no jump scare kind of stuff. Just I got to check this thing out. I mean just the like intro of the game it has you in this weird building and then as you're traveling around you'll start noticing that there's like people with knives on the other side of the windows things are off. Yeah. The ending isn't that great but the rest of the game is good he was dreaming the whole time it was he was he was dreaming that he was in a coma <coughs> that's how comas work was. in a lot of uh, fiction he is he actually has amnesia 
Oh, so it's an RPG. He's an orphan with amnesia. JRPG. Gotcha. It's a coming. It's a coming of age story. It's an isekai. It's a buildings roman. Uh, never song in stores now. Um, Speaking Anthony, of psychological horror, it's like fifteen bucks, and it this is not psychological. Days. This is this is very aggressive, like in your face horror, ruining the game industry type of horror. Anthony, it is time for the weekly bomb, which is going to close this show as we rant ourselves into oblivion. Oh, into I'm a getting coma. choked up over here. I'm so sad. What? What? Wait. What happened? What's 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 the weekly bomb? I don't know. Uh, this is your segment. You introduce it. You just introduced it. The weekly bomb, where we come up with news items that are either a bomb or v bomb. Uh, spoiler alert: This is a bomb. Well, let's we not give it all item. away. We have so one news item to discuss, bomb. and we've talked about it and hinted for it. And I'm going to draw it out some more because apparently that's what this episode is all about. Microsoft has purchased Activision to the tune of what was it like 27 23 billion dude 68.7 billion that is way i was thinking of the the Bethesda purchase was like 23 wasn't it the, no the Bethesda purchase i think was yeah. under 10 where where are you getting your facts from man it was I don't like know. Eight, i think Bethesda was like 8 billion or something like this, that this this is bombers we do not fact check I, I mean okay so we're no better than the news all right that that's we, fine I mean, this is the news segment. We come up with news items. Yeah, okay. So, like, a lot of money was spent by Microsoft to buy Activision. And, um, yeah, that kind of sucks, doesn't it? There's what, What's left now out there as independent third-party game developers at this point? Like, Ubisoft? It's not just Activision. It's Activision Blizzard. That happened a long time ago. Um, just, just because I feel as though we are responsible pr- for providing additional context for those of you who, you know, just have no idea, you know, what, what the value of a dollar is, let alone $68 billion. You want to know how much Disney acquir- acquired Marvel and Lucasfilm for in 2009 and 2012? Yes. A grand total of $8 billion. So... Um, the power of Call of Duty and Candy Crush and World of Warcraft has never been uh, less understated in the history of anything because this is such an insane amount of money that I think Microsoft is probably the only company that could have pulled this off. Um, there has obviously been a ton of controversy surrounding Activision Blizzard and, and the employee, you know, the culture, you know, amongst the employees. And we're not here to really get into any of that stuff. I'm not really interested in discussing any of that stuff because it's not. The only thing that's worth bringing up with that is that all of that controversy did, in fact, drive down the stock prices for Activision Blizzard, which is what led Microsoft to being able to do this in the first place, or else it would have been way more expensive than it is. It's like Activision was already an issue to me. It seemed like they were just like buying all these games or developers and such. I mean, and and then Microsoft buys all of that. But just buys Activision. Yeah. It's like, it's, look, it's, we're, we're going to be a giant company, and they basically were. <laughs> Microsoft's all like, gulp. Cool, cool, we're bigger. It's like the, um, those, like, fish tank games where the you slowly get bigger as you eat things, except Microsoft was already the, the big fish. Mm-hmm. It's like flow, but entertaining. Also, uh, Bobby Kotick, uh, the CEO of Activision, former CEO? I, I don't know if... Still, there's still a lot of stuff active... Still in- but but we're pretty sure he's going to get that big payout and, and retire uh, happily, you know, while all of his employees suffer under this new iron-fisted regime, uh, you know, yeah, as I these would. things go. Um, 
Well, I mean, I would too. Everyone would. That's I'd not probably the point. start like an indie company or something. That's that. not the point. The point is, uh, Bobby Kotick came from the packaged foods industry, and and anyone who's followed the the video games industry for a long time knows this because Activision has been treating its products like packaged food for basically like the entirety of his his uh, presidency. In that, games are made yearly; they are to be consumed and thrown away regularly. Guitar Hero, Tony Hawk, Call of Duty, all games that have all game franchises that have been arguably run into the ground under Bobby Kotick's uh, ownership, uh, not ownership, excuse me, uh, uh, his leadership, leadership as CEO of Activision. Leadership, thank you. Well, it almost kind of, in a way, silver linings the Microsoft purchase because uh, part of the deal as well is that Phil Spencer has, in fact, been made CEO of Microsoft Gaming. Uh, so we'll see how that plays out, but it does mean that hopefully... I already saw some articles reporting that, for instance, Call of Duty will not be on a yearly release schedule and et cetera. So I will it'll... believe that when I see it. I do not buy that for a second. Not right now, but, anyway. Yeah, but if they're, if if Kodak does in fact retire and, and leaves the industry and that shakes up the leadership overall, and we do see that change to a yearly release or to not a yearly release that hopefully will reduce some of the strain on the employees that are having to do crunch time to make yearly releases and or reduce fatigue on the consumer's wallets and just general buying fatigue in general. Uh, Wasn't that the point, though, of like three companies making Call of Duty games? Was that actually was like two or three years of developing it then? Well, it sure hasn't shown in the product. Well, but well, you are you are taking I mean, an incredibly FIFA, rosy right? view of of the situation here, which is that you're assuming that because Microsoft now owns the Call of Duty property, that they're not going to continue to hoard out with Treyarch and and Ravensoft and uh, and uh, Infinity Ward, the, the irrelevant one, um, you know, year after year. Like I, I just I don't see why they wouldn't continue to do that unless they feel like the Call of Duty brand is is weak, and I I don't see that. Uh, based on the sales, based on the continuing relevance year after year, um, Microsoft has dollars behind them for marketing that even Activision didn't have, and they can very easily squash EA like a bug. Uh, with with especially with all the problems that Battlefield has had as of late. I mean, if, if you thought Call of Duty was the premier third person shooter on the market before, I mean, you haven't seen anything yet until you see Microsoft. Yeah, because like what have you seen from Microsoft is that. Either they do terrible with the company, like Rare, but that was also a while ago, or they like don't really do much that the average person even notices a change in the company. So I'm not... they let a, a lot of times they just let the company continue on as it was. Yeah. So like, if there's talks of like, oh, we're gonna do this and that and stuff, and well, have they? Like, I just don't believe it yet. They haven't actually like taken full control and like did anything yet. Well, yeah, because it, the deal has not even finalized yet. It's I know, but that's what I'm saying. Like, even even if uh, they outright say, "Yeah, we're gonna get to do this," I I'm not gonna believe it. But so far, like, have they even done much of that? It's mostly just people speculating. Oh, what are they gonna do? Nothing, probably. Well, well I mean, I mean, we are talking, you know, of things that can only be speculated on, and what can't be speculated on is that the deal probably will finalize. And then we'll see what happens with any form of uh, regulatory review on the deal, because that'll probably happen. Well, we should say that, like, at least they've already announced that, yes, we're not going to break contracts with 
what Sony already had with them, which is good because like don't don't break contracts, guys. But yeah, how long like, does the how long do those contracts run out? You know, like the do they go to t- 2030, 2040? Are we talking PS6, PS7, you know, no, probably PS5. I, I would have I to would imagine s- that it's probably for the lifespan of this console. And then, you know, then what? I would say Can- so because, like, the last contracts beforehand were for PS4, so... Well, are they console... Are they linked to consoles, or are they linked to time no, periods? No, they're probably linked to time periods. Or- but, but at the same time, like, that probably is relatively aligned with the general lifespan of a console now, which is anywhere between, yeah, like, true. seven to nine like, years. Sony probably so- already has dated when they're going to release the next console. Uh, they they probably have like a target date, I would imagine, and we're probably talking somewhere around like twenty twenty nine, twenty thirty. So we'll An see. Internal target date, yeah. Nothing, nothing hard. Wink, but it's gonna be in three years. We, we yeah, I mean, six we, in stores today. As, Surprise. As we said, that's we can, only, we can only speculate, but that's sort of the point: is what are the ramifications and fallouts of this deal going to be for the industry at large? Well, and so what, I mean, you know, primarily you have to ask the question, you know, what does this mean for Sony? Can Sony survive at the end of this, like when this contract runs out and Microsoft has exclusive rights to Call of Duty and, you know, whatever, uh, and, you know, World World of Warcraft is, yeah, like World of Warcraft, Candy Crush are not things that, uh, sorry, go ahead. (laughs) Blizzard games in general. If this was PS3, Xbox 360 generation, I would probably be a lot more concerned for Sony because, like... Activision was the games for a lot of people to be playing and such. I am less worried now. I mean, for one thing, I don't care about Activision games, mostly. Uh, but Almost entirely. Almost entirely. Like, <laughs> they own Spyro and Crash Bandicoot, so I have to hate them for that. But other than that, like, I don't care about Call of Duty. There's, there is plenty of other first-person shooter games people should be trying. Like... When, like, my dad, he's super into Call of Duty. The only reason he's into it is because that's where all of his, like, cousins and friends play. He tried Battlefield a few times, and he loved it so much more, you know, back in the PS3 days anyway. I'm not saying right now. And so it's just like, well, try other games. Maybe you'll like Rainbow Six or other other games. <laughs> There's a lot oh, of other gee. FPSs. Yeah, that kind I mean, of thing. I... Like, it, it's, it's still really terrible, I think, for Microsoft to just keep buying all these companies and such like go go do your own stuff but but on the other hand they technically are doing their own stuff now that they own it like this just massively increases the library for game pass which consists of all first party microsoft and now half of the industry is first party microsoft uh yeah there's a serious power imbalance as far as like who owns most of the most popular ip like they're pretty much all with microsoft now like i, I would say of of the top five ip one is Call of Duty, two is probably World of Warcraft, if we're being completely honest. Not not number two, but it's probably in the top five in terms of amount of dollars uh, that are poured into subscriptions annually. And maybe that's not the case anymore. There was all that controversy that led to a lot of people canceling, and we're certainly like far away from like the 2005 heyday. But I think that franchise peaked in like 2009, so it still had some staying pa- some level of staying power. And the franchise, like if you that IP definitely still has cachet amongst, like, PC gamers out there. So we're talking at least two of the top five, uh, you know, held in Microsoft's hand at this point. Um, I don't know what Sony has uh, that can compete. 
So well, you were asking on Discord earlier today, Shay, like, what 360 games should I get on the PS3 instead? And like, <laughs> I was thinking of all the PS3 games that I played. I'm just like, dang, most of these aren't even on the 360. <laughs> like, most yeah. of my PS3 games are Sony exclusive games. I mean, that's what was it? Been... It was a different time. It was a very different time. Yes Part and of... no. Like, I mean, Sony <clears throat> is now releasing some games on the PC, but like, they're still. Sony exclusives that Microsoft never had control of or access to. I mean, the Sony exclusive, the first-party Sony games, are the big console sellers for the PlayStation 5 currently. Like, nobody's... I'm, I'm sure there are some people, but for the most part, people are buying the PlayStation 5 because they want the Sony games, not because they want to play Call but, of Duty. But Heavenly Sword is gone. You know, Folklore is gone. Jack and Daxter is gone. Uh, you know, uh, Dark Cloud is gone. These are all Jack games. Jack and Daxter that, that... is owned by the Naughty Dog. They're owned by Naughty. Mean, no, I'm not saying. I'm not them. saying that. I'm not saying they can't use it. I'm saying that Sony has moved away from the kind of mid-tier exclusive over the past few years, and they've even, you know, put out article. They, they, there have been uh, articles and reports galore saying that Sony is moving towards this like huge development cycle. Games like Ghost of Tsushima, games like, uh, uh, you know, God of War, like these are going to be the big Horizon Forbidden Horizon. West. The, big tentpole releases only for sony like they are out of the let's make kind of like kirby in the forgotten land like smaller like kind of double a triple a type uh, uh releases they're they're not doing that anymore that's not the sony that we haven't ha seen that sony now for like a decade i mean jack and dexter was a triple a game at the time what i think that what shay is saying is that now we're seeing like quad a style releases as being the big things from sony and we're not getting even the triple A's like Jack and Daxter. It's all just the big stuff. Jack and Daxter would not be viewed as a triple A game if it if it was released or revived today. I don't think Ratchet and Clank is is really viewed as a big tentpole triple A release. Um, well, no, that's like apart when Ukulele came, came out, and people were all like, "Ew, it's exactly like Banjo and Kazooie," and the developers were like, "Yeah, that was the point." <laughs> exactly. Like you don't. Sony would never put. Uh, a significant amount of resources into reviving a bunch of their old classic like double a ips like they'll stick with ratchet because it sells but not because it's like what the direction they want their company to go and i just don't know that right now they have the variety to survive in this environment where they get you know three big releases a year and that's kind of well, it I'd say that's and not microsoft has like call of duty and all that stuff i'd say that's not just sony though like insomniac moved from I mean, sorry, not Insomniac. Uh, Sucker Punch moved from Sly Cooper to Infamous, and they're just like, yeah, this is what we feel like doing. Not <clears throat> and Ghost of Coffee Tsushima Rice. is Sucker Punch right now. Yeah. Uh, Naughty Dog moved from Jack and Daxter to... Uh... Uh, that one game, Uncharted. <laughs> Uncharted, Uncharted yeah. Last of Us, yeah. And it's like, you know, I'm not necessarily a fan of Uncharted, but it's like, hey, it's what they want to do. This is all before they got bought by Sony, so it's not like Sony is... Forcing Direct them to make these different games. Yeah, the direction is coming internal to those companies and not necessarily enforced by Sony. But well, you can make the argument that, that the dollars that Sony is giving those companies to make those games instead of making, like, potentially, you know, an infamous uh, infamous 4 or, you know, whatever, or even a smaller, like, a return to Sly Cooper for Insomniac, you know. Uh, it doesn't invalidate Sucker what Punch. you were saying. Sorry, yeah. I just did the same thing. Um, <laughs> it's hard to keep all these companies straight. Anyway... I don't know. I, this it, this move really bums me out. Just as a kind of to wrap, put a bow on it. I'm really bummed out by this. 
Yeah, because I think I brought this up at the beginning of this conversation. It is interesting to think about what the landscape looks like other than, I mean, what does that leave for third parties? We've got Valve, which is huh. barely Have a third ma- party Do they make games points. anymore? Yeah, exactly. I mean, they put out uh, Alex, but one could say that Valve is sort of in, in the competition in, in the PC sphere, which Microsoft has been edging in on uh, a lot more aggressively recently. I mean, think um, about how it, much Microsoft will be able to revitalize the the Windows gaming platform by saying, hey, we're bringing Call of Duty back to PCs. Yeah, Because they, they could totally um, do that. Yeah, because there's Valve with Steam and the Steam Deck competing almost directly with Xbox PC platform, whatever they call that. I don't know. I say that Valve has actually been not caring. It's like, you know, they put stuff into VR, they put stuff into Steam Deck. Do they really care any more about, you know, putting priority into, well, I guess they don't even need to do priority into, like, just Steam and PCs in general. It's already the best they can do. I don't know. They've had, I mean, they don't necessarily need to do their own IPs so much. They make so much off of the Steam store in general. Well, it remains to be seen whether whether that that will be the case anymore because of the Windows gaming thing and because we don't know whether the Steam Deck will be profitable or not. Like, like Piddle posted an article like, oh, or he posted like, I saw God of War being played on a Steam Deck. I'm like, okay, that's awesome. Will people buy it? Will it be a profitable device? Like, you know, will it I'm work? I'm still interested as in it. Intended? And what what will be the ease of release? Like, Steam is an indie powerhouse. The Steam platform is absurd for indie gaming. Also, Nintendo Steam is an just indie such a great g- Nintendo, game store. Nintendo is also, and it, it remains to be seen what the Xbox, PC, Game Pass, and etc. storefront will look like on the indie front. Because, I mean, the indie scene is sort of like one of the big waves of the future, and and they, honestly, the waves of the present. Let's talk about it as it is. Well, and you're right, so Cyber. Say- Steam is an, Steam is an excellent store, uh, but they're getting squeezed because if with Game Pass, if a lot of indies are coming to Game Pass, if a lot of indies are coming to Switch, and people like playing indie games on their Switch, I mean, we could get, we we could see Valve like kind of getting squeezed a little bit by this acquisition, especially if the Windows gaming thing comes to fruition. It's not just Sony; other companies are in trouble too. Potentially, yeah, and other than. And then, other than Valve, the only one that comes to my head is Ubisoft is another one of the remaining big... Oh, who cares about Ubisoft? And, and and that's exactly the point. Who cares about Ubisoft? And what else is there? EA. EA, yeah, good point. EA and WB Games and all that. Which, again... Oh, I've More breaking news. Microsoft has purchased the rights to the NFL Players Association. They now own uh, all of those... Microsoft now owns all of the players. Well, and think about it, because the Star Wars license is no longer exclusive to EA, and that was another one of the big things for EA, other than the sports it's a branch. Good thing too. Yeah, it's really a good thing. But nobody, nobody likes EA, so they're off. They're off on their own, somehow still making money. But like, I mean, in general, for... honest, honestly, at this point, you gotta wonder if the writing's on the wall, and Microsoft may or may not buy EA coming up. I mean, they've already bought. ZeniMax and Activision, like... There's been talk about Microsoft buying EA for a decade. If it hasn't happened yet... It didn't happen in 2009 when EA was, like, at its weakest. I don't know that it's going to happen now. Yeah, I'm really curious. Like, you know, King is technically in that purchase. Does Mar- Is Microsoft going to care at all about mobile gaming, or...? Yes. Mobile gaming is the biggest cash cow of all, which is partially why this deal is so... Honestly, like, 
the Call Bazinga. of Duty thing is easy for us to talk about, but like the, the mobile gaming part is probably a huge chunk of that $68 billion that they spent there's, for this, this company. There's absolutely a reason that one of the big things that was posted on the announcement was Candy Crush, because... Dude, people play Candy Crush. Candy Crush. It's going to be the new Minecraft. Mobile Microsoft owns Minecraft. That was probably another one of the top five cash cow franchises. So. Yeah, and you say, you say, oh, there's been talk about EA. Well, in the past it was just talk, but now Microsoft is making all these acquisitions. Like It's That's tr- kind enough. of more realistic now, honestly. Microsoft, yeah, you, you know what? Disney. You're right. <laughs> oh. when, well, the old Disney, too, but... Imagine a world controlled by Microsoft and Disney. That come on, Apple, step did it you up, mean, start buying stuff. Oh, just don't. And then Apple's did, involved. Like I just the whole thing. Did just, you did you mean the world we live in now? I hate it. I hate it every bit of it. I don't know. So like, I mean, there's also Tencent, like that owns a bunch of video game related. Stuff, I hate so. every bit of it. Tencent <laughs> is the biggest video game company. On the planet currently. You know, that's probably why Microsoft is able to just buy all this stuff. Because there's Tencent. So it's like, oh, there's no Monopoly. There's just a Binopoly. There's ten. Well, it's Tencent, then Sony, then Microsoft. And that's after this deal goes through. That is Sony is not a bigger video game company than Microsoft. According according to uh, business platforms and like the the business financial world, Sony is bigger than Microsoft. So I need to have a word with the, with the business financial platform because Sony makes TVs, which is not exactly like the world's most <clears throat> profitable industry. They make computers, uh, which Microsoft installs software on, which you have to subscribe well, to now. Let me, let me talk that back. I'm talking about the actual video game industry. So I'm talking not Microsoft in general. Microsoft gaming, okay. Sony okay. gaming. So okay. it's Tencent, then Sony gaming, then Microsoft gaming. Thank you for correcting that because I was about to go on a big tangent about <laughs> how PlayStation is like the only thing about Sony that works and like it's a terrible company and like I don't even understand how they still exist anymore and it's basically because of PlayStation and now that is in jeopardy. Sony should be freaking the F out right now and I'm I sure they are. Maybe they should follow they, the they path of Nintendo are. and start selling love hotels. Would you go to the Sony love hotel? Don't say no, although you're not telling the truth. <laughs> if you say no, you're lying. Man, shaped yeah, like wait, well, hold on. Crash Bandicoot. I, I was thinking like... Which you know, Microsoft create... owns now? Oh, my brain just... No, you, you, just you just open the hotel door and you see a PSVR headset. Oh. You know, it's just a, it's a life-size <laughs> statue of Kratos. Then you put the oh. VR headset on and it's real. Oh, yeah. You don't want to know what's under his life-size loincloth. It's the PSVR, too. I don't know that I want that product anymore. <laughs> it wants you. I'd, oh, God. 